Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Dorian Fist podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Welcome to episode seven, everyone. This one uh, is going to be awesome. We have plenty to talk about. Last weekend was a great night of fights. Uh, last weekend was a great night of fights. Last Saturday was a great night of fights. And this weekend, uh, we also have some good fights coming up, too. Um, let's do our little recap of the top five fun things about MMA fighting from the past week. Uh, babe, would you like to start off? I would love to start off. Um, if you listen to episode six, you know that there were three title fights. And so I think number one deserves to be Alexander Volkanovsky. He was um, going against Max Holloway, the current champion, but now the former champion. So Volkanovsky won, which was like super exciting. Again, a lot of throwbacks to um, actually our other episodes. I said I would pick green shorts. Mm-hmm. Guess what he was wearing? Green shorts. And that's probably why he won. That looks great. That's probably why he won. Um, at, oh, it was green shorts and yellow writing. Yeah. Because he is Australian. And um, that's also really exciting for Australia. He is the first Australian-born champ. Good for him. A lot of people think Whitaker was the first Australian-born champ. But he lives in Australia. He was actually born in New Zealand. He's a New Zealandy? Yeah, but no. Because he doesn't really, like, rep them like that. Um, what George appreciated about Volkanovski, other than the really great, great fight um, between him and Max, was so his walkout music is usually the Game of Thrones theme song, which we wouldn't really know because we don't watch anything. Oh, something dramatic. Yeah. Cool, yeah. 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 Um, so apparently he's changing it to the Harry Potter theme song. <laughs> Another thing we know very little about. Yeah. But George is going to play it for me after. And maybe I'll just insert it right here. <laughs> wow, that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um so the last thing about Volkanovski totally deserving a, a shout out is along with beating Max Holloway, who is amazing, um, he also said that he's willing to give Max uh, an immediate rematch, which is great because the fight was really close, though I think he's the clear winner. You think so? I want to rewatch that fight later tonight. Didn't we already rewatch it? I think we did, but I, think <laughs> I need to watch it a third time. Oh, oh, George. <laughs> why don't you tell everyone why you're a little unclear about all the fights from Saturday night? The biggest fucking card of the year. We uh, have an MMA-focused <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Okay, so me and Mac Elbs go see Ohm every time they're in New York. And Ohm is an awesome band, one of our favorite bands. And we went to go see them because they were in town. So I miss most of... The well, I miss all the undercard, but I got in time just uh, I got home just in time for the main card, so that was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, unfortunately, I dragged my cousin Giorgio into the fucking car and drove his ass home <laughs> to our house where he passed out on the couch because he had a little bit too much white wine while watching Ohm and was a little bougie about it. So, 
Um, yeah, it was just a strange night overall. It was a but, little uh, It was fun. It, it was really fun to watch the fights with drunk Giorgio passed out on our couch. It was pretty great. <laughs> and then uh, I think the second time that we watched everything... Um, I was loopy because I got two of my wisdom teeth taken out, and uh, I haven't been the fucking same. I thought it was going to be pretty easy, but it turns out it sucks when you get something ripped out of your mouth. Two. Two. Two somethings ripped out of your two mouth. Two somethings. <laughs> Speaking of number two, number two fun thing about MMA and fighting from last week, Max Holloway lost his featherweight championship belt, but he just keeps winning in all of our hearts. Max Holloway is fucking hilarious. He's really, really fucking funny. And he's even in good spirits after the loss. Um, It started out with uh, the Embeddeds, where you see him at the UFC PI, the Performance Institute in um, uh, Vegas, where him and his boys, because he has his whole team, a whole bunch of Hawaiian dudes who are super chill and really funny and just laugh all the time. Uh, It started off with him... (laughs) <laughs> having one of his teammates thrown into the cold pool from the hot pool. That was pretty freaking funny. And then the most funny of all was uh, him and his team going hiking in uh, the <laughs> Vegas desert. And he started this character uh, named Hiker Holloway. <laughs> Who pointed out feces. <laughs> yes. What we've come across here is feces <laughs> from, a, from a domesticated dog. <laughs> um, what other funny things was he saying? He said that... Uh, Marty Kamar Usman was looking like a statue. He was telling, uh, oh yeah, he was telling. Parker, look up uh, Usman and and look at his statuesque body if you don't know what he looks like. Hey, watch yourself. I don't definitely don't do it every single day. What was the last time you said I had a statuesque body? Babe, you're such a Greek goddess. I tell you all the time. The Grecian goddess. <laughs> That's right. Um, let's see what what other fucking funny things he uh, did. Max talk about. He talked about how he. Uh, his mom washes favorite pair of red underwear that he wore uh, during his like twelve fight winning streak or whatever. Uh, and he said his mom washed it the night before he lost to Dustin Poirier. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, was that serious?" He's like, "No, nah, no, nah, I totally made that up." So he's just a prankster and a jokester. Um, he's really freaking funny, um, and we love Max Holloway. He was on Rogan. Did you hear him at all? No, I didn't even know it was uh, like. Out yet. He was great. He a couple things that he pointed out. Uh, number one, he's like, it's not like I died, man. He's like, people were coming up to me in Vegas and like rubbing my shoulders and saying sorry, champ. He's like, I lost the fight. He's like, it is what it is, man. <laughs> Which is Max's most famous line. Yeah, he stole that from my mom because my mom loves saying it is what it is. So uh, shout out to Bella. Uh, next, he called out DC again. He said, "So funny <laughs> to be the daddest man on the planet." <laughs> <laughs> he is the daddest man. Then uh, Joe and Max started talking about MySpace, and Joe was like, "You remember like top eights and stuff like that?" And Max, on the spot, named his top eight. Shut that up! <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Can you do it? Uh, I, wanted, I, I know my top I, three of. I wanted you to do it because I figured like you would. Jennifer first, yeah. Then Miranda. Uh huh. Ye- was Dresden even on MySpace? She must have been. She must have been. You would have been there, my brother. Yeah, that's about it. Do, who else would have been? I can't name anyone else. Psst, I had who probably made it in there. Zach, Joey, Debs, Anna, Jennifer, Miranda. Billy, Gustin wins, and probably Vance. 
Because he, I think, remember that fucking loser? I can't remember. He got, like, mad at me, I think. He was one of the guys who would get mad at you if yeah, they weren't in your topic. Yeah, people were like that. <laughs> yeah. I so, just, oh, I remember my name. Do you remember my name? No. The A and Jam. Oh, yeah. That's a really cool one. Cool one. So Anna's friends are Jennifer and Miranda, so she, I think, I baptized you guys Jam, didn't I? You yeah. may have, actually. I think I did. So, that's it. You're the Aunt Jen. That was pretty cool. Anyway. Yeah, speaking of three. Speaking of three, yeah. Uh, number three, like, fun thing. So, on this card um, was Chase Hooper, who we had never heard of before. We will now... No, we immediately nicknamed nicknamed him Hoops. Hoopaloop. <laughs> Hoopaloop may have been at the first thing. Um, the Hoops reference goes back to Flavor of Love. Of course, yeah. Of course, if you don't know what we're talking about, that means we're really old and you're not. Yeah. Um, so Chase Hooper, we were immediately just rooting for him for no reason. I, I think I picked him. I actually don't even know. Shame on me. He's got and a good guy face. He's got a he's, a he's a cute kid. He's a kid. He's a baby. He's 20 years old. He's the youngest fighter on the UFC roster, which is amazing. He um, is super cute and like... The fight was in Vegas, so I guess while other fighters are going out after fights, so excited to club and like drink some alcohol after. Chase Hooper was talking about going to the M&M's store because he <laughs> loves sugar. Yeah, sugar's his vice. And then on another show, he was like putting his favorite types of M&M's in order. Like, who even has favorite types of M&M's? Um, <laughs> and what was his first one? Oh, Peanut. Because that's why I was like, oh, I like this kid. And then the other reason I like this kid, I didn't tell George yet. So, sorry, ladies. He's already taken. He has a girlfriend. I'm sure it's very serious at 20 years old. Yeah. Um, You better watch out. You know know what her name is? I was going to start a podcast in his mid-30s. You know what her name is? What? Come on. I'll give you one guess. Chase. Chase and Chase? (laughs) No, that would be great. (laughs) His girlfriend's name is Okay. So now I just like him even more. He looks like uh, Ben Askren, and they had like a cute little back and forth on Twitter. Like, I think Ben Askren just said, "Like, I'm I'm proud of you, son." Yeah. And <laughs> Chase Hooper had replied back, "Like, thanks, Dad. Um, I told you I didn't like wrestling because Ben Askren is a wrestler." Yeah. Um, and you never came home. <laughs> so he, he's he's witty and can, can keep up with things. So good luck to Hoopaloop. We wish you luck. I want you to look at this tweet that I sent to you. That he goes, when, he's got this face where he looks like perplexed. And he he tweeted, when you get an 89 on a, 89% on a math test and it drops your overall grade from 93 to 91.9, making it go from an A to an A minus. So you started to think about how you should have studied more, what went wrong in life, and how you're now going to have to live in a cardboard box. And that's what his face looks like. But since I've sent you that, Ben Askren replied back and said, you didn't get a 4.0, you're grounded. What the heck? So this little budding friendship, um, parental friendship between Ben Askren and Chase Hooper is definitely uh, on the good guy list. It's yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> this is, is going to be a fun little thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. That's three, right? So number four. 
I just want to give a shout out because if anyone listens to this podcast, it's uh, probably one of our friends who doesn't give a fuck about fighting but loves us. You say that. Most yeah. of our friends, I wouldn't say they don't give a fuck about fighting. They wouldn't, like, choose to watch it, but they do watch it. That's true. And Dana is always famously known as quoting as, like, fighting yeah. is in our DNA as humans and everyone could relate to a fight. And Rogan and all that crew always talks about how sports are, are just games because eventually sports devolve into a fight when they get mm-hmm. pissed off at each other um, or evolve. But uh, I just want to point out how much the two of us at the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist podcast really do enjoy watching Embedded's. It's uh, something that passed the time uh, during fight week. And I think they only do it for pay-per-views or... Right? I think they only do it for pay-per-views. Yeah, but they did it for... Oh, Nate Masvidal was yeah, that was a, a pay-per-view. pay-per-view for oh, sure. okay. So then, yes. But it's basically a like behind-the-scenes type uh, video blog that they do during fight week. And they usually put out between five and seven episodes. And they're all like under ten minutes. And they're usually really lighthearted, which is really cool. Because fight week is insanely stressful for everyone fighters and I'm sure UFC employees and everyone's just trying to get, you know, cut weight and get ready for the fights and making sure that everything goes off without a hitch. Um, but a lot of times they're they're really fun and entertaining. A lot of times they are boring as fuck, just to be honest. Beyond. Beyond. Um, it's we just still hard. sit and watch them. <laughs> we still sit and watch them because it's nice to see things and notice like, oh, they're at the UFC PI and like, I want to go there and work out one day or like. And it's cute when they meet other fighters who they don't know. But they are just friendly and say good luck and... Yeah. Like, you remember they're just people. It's really just, like, a genuine, chill, lighthearted show. And uh, these embeddeds were pretty good. Max obviously stole the show on them. Hiker Holloway. Uh, Hiker Holloway was definitely the high point of everything. Uh, And usually by the end of the embeddeds, like, uh, episode six or seven, when it's, like, the ceremonial weigh-ins and stuff, there's usually not much there. But it's still cool. So uh, watch your embeddeds, kids. Why don't you move to last, definitely not least. For some reason, like, talking about the nicest guys has become sort of a staple. I think it's our shtick. I think it's our shtick. I'm good with that. I'm good with being, like, more positive, which is shocking since I pick losers. But um, (laughs) one of our nicest guys, he was on our, we mentioned him on our first episode, our second episode. He has come up a lot. So why don't you tell everyone about the prestigious belt that Stephen Booty Boy, Wonder Boy Thompson got? Stephen Booty Thompson goes on the Ariel Hawani show on Monday and gets the nicest mofo belt, (laughs) which is the yin to the uh, baddest motherfucker belts, Yang. (laughs) For real. Um, His team, his management and everything actually made the belt and then told Ariel about it. So that when Booty Thompson went on the show, uh, it was like a gift from their, uh, from his management and all the people who were on his team. And uh, Booty Thompson, we've already talked about it ad nauseum, uh, about how good of a guy he is and how he is the nicest mofo. Uh, So he definitely deserves it. Uh, The belt itself was really funny. Uh, One plate on the side of it said, God bless. (laughs) And the other said, please and thank you. (laughs) So it was just, uh, it was just amazing. I do want to call that... uh, uh, even though it's obvious that you'd want to make a nice mofo belt for someone who's that good, um, 
when the baddest motherfucker is in the zeitgeist of fighting, I also want to say, fuck you, Ariel Hawani, and fuck you all, Stephen Booty Thompson's team, because we came up with him being a good boy first. Yeah! <laughs> but not really. <laughs> um, mm. And then, after that, since we're just... we're, I think, babe, we really gotta just stick with the good guy in fighting uh, theme. So we should just keep shouting them out where they're out uh, when they do awesome things. So Justin Gaethje, also insane fighter, former uh, World Series of Fighting champion, guy who came over to the UFC, killed the game, just super tough dude. He was studying to be a, or he got his degree in like social work, I think, right? I remember that now that you're saying it. And yes. He, he uh, notably went on a rant against Connor because he is such a good guy that he's just like, stop being a piece of shit, Connor. Um, <laughs> like, be a good guy. Well, he's backing up uh, his words over there and uh, walking the walk. He uh, news came out this week that he paid off fifteen hundred dollars in student lunch debt for two public high schools in Denver, where he lives and trains. And uh, it's just a really nice thing to do, man. That's such a nice it's amazing. thing to do. Student lunch debt is ridiculous that that thing even fucking exists. That is crazy. Uh, so the fact that he paid money out of his pocket, which whatever, it's not that much money, but still, he didn't have to do that. So uh, it's really cool. Um, so good on you, Justin Gaethje. And now another theme of my life is me getting scam likely calls all the time because freaking Obamacare, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a side note. That I'm is such a drink. weird side note. Talk to you. <laughs> Double side note. I'm just really, man. Just say it. Just a, say it. A big fucking Conor McGregor fan, and I'm just so so over him. So so over him. It's ridiculous. Uh, he tweeted immediately after Stephen, Stephen Booty Thompson got his uh, nice guy belt. He said, uh, I'm coming for that belt, mother buddies, trying to be like funny and trying to play into it. Connor, just stop. Just, just stop cheating on your fucking girlfriend and Eek. stop uh, putting your shit out there all the time, man. Just be better, man. And that's not funny. It's not funny, but he also does do a lot of nice things. Which I, I feel know bad. that's he does do thing. a lot of things. So I'm sorry that talked that much shit about you. Whatever. Let's just keep going. Uh, we're j- so that was the top five, but just some honorable mentions. Colby Co- Covington talked all the shit in the world and got his jaw broken uh, last Saturday. So just funny that instant karma is going to hit you. No, the better thing is that Karen, one of my favorite <laughs> commentators. I love her. She is the one who, well, that we who first tweeted something ironic <laughs> out about the fact that Colby is the biggest shit talker and now can't talk. Um, and so shout out to Karen too. Damn yeah, it! I can't find the tweet right now, but That's it's all, all right. Good. We don't need it. Uh, nice little other tweet from Platinum Mike Perry. Fuck, bro. What the fuck? My offense wasn't there. Damn if I don't feel like a dumbass. Kids don't like be don't be like me. It's dangerous when you seem to enjoy getting hit in the face. But still, <laughs> I will be back in the gym to drill moves to kill until my team feels I'll bring the thrills. Thanks. So, Platinum Mike Perry, you lost the fight last Saturday, but you're still a winner in our eyes, man. We love you. So. Totally. And, uh... Last thing I want to get out real fast. I just want more ties, man. There's a lot of really close fights. I just think there should be more ties. I think we got to stop with the fetishization of winning. And uh, more ties. I, I know. 
Yeah, but you like winning too much, so. Yeah. Yeah. And and fighters do, I would imagine, too. You'd rather closure. You fucking spend all this time training and the the fight week and losing weight and whatever. And now you, you have to do it again with the same guy. I don't know. I didn't say rematches. I just said ties. So what? Um, all right. All right. That's, a, that's a discussion to be had another day. Babe, hit him with the uh, fights for next weekend. This weekend. This weekend. Well, there are fights Friday night and Saturday for Bellator, um, both in Hawaii. And Saturday night, Alimale McFarlane is defending her belt. Mm-hmm. What's more exciting, other than the fact that she's awesome, is that she's doing it in Hawaii, and she's Hawaiian, and it's super exciting. Did you see her at open workouts? No, but you want to try to look for tickets for Hawaii right now? Uh, always. <laughs> anyway, at open workout, fighters usually do workouts, but um, she was showing traditional Hawaiian dances, which was pretty cool. Huh. And there's also UFC Saturday morning? Yeah. It's like it's Friday night. Yeah, what does it count as? It's in Korea. Um, we mentioned this before because the main fight is the Korean zombie. And so if you want to watch fights Saturday morning at 5 a.m., they'll be on ESPN Plus. <laughs> yep, Frankie Edgar is stepping in last minute to fight uh Chang Sung Young, the Korean zombie, so let's see what's up. Um so yeah, that's pretty much it for next week. Uh, I think next week we're. I think are we gonna do our year end special? Totally. So yeah. tune in. Yeah, and hit us up on Instagram, uh, Twitter, holding hands and throwing fists, and our phone numbers. Uh, just text us if you got it. This episode of the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast was dedicated to <laughs> to Santa, Mrs. Claus, and also uh, Hermie the Elf. Uh, also, R.I.P. to my wisdom teeth. <laughs> <laughs>